Hi, this is Arik. And Aurelia. And we're here to talk about life and interesting things. Or so we think. But in the end, we'll leave that up to you. Either way, what we have to talk about is... Ageless! Hi, Aurelia. Hap- <laughs> Hi, Arik. <laughs> Happy Sagittarius season. That's right. Happy Sagittarius to you too and to all of you guys as well. Yes, of course, to all our listeners. Happy Sagittarius. And I wanted to tell you something really interesting. Actually, because you know how um, different times of the year have uh, different associations in terms of stones and plants and planets and colors and how they all have different uh, expressions of the time of year? Well, yeah, I guess. Yes, they do. Like, you know, for example, um, now we are in Sagittarius season and there's we have the four kingdoms, the mineral kingdom, the vegetable kingdom, the animal kingdom and the human kingdom. That I know. Right. So we have the four kingdoms that manifest on Earth. But the the time of year like, you know, OK, so for example, just for our listeners and stuff, there are certain plants that come into season there are certain things that you eat during certain times of year that's only particular to that season. That so, makes sense. Yeah, yeah like, that I understand. Like pumpkin is now... And also depending on where you live on the world, but in the cosmic scheme of things, it it, it applies across the board. So anyhow, I was, I was reading and looking up my... Um, because we have this all mapped out in Zodiac Hex, probably I'll put it in, in a new book that's coming. But either way... Where I'm always doing it in the workshops, but I wanted to tell you because now this time of year is connected to the Flintstone. No. Yes. I love the Flintstone. You want to tell us about it? I don't know what to say other than that I really, really love it. It's one of my favorite stones. Uh-huh. And um, I totally love to wear it and I feel it fires me up. Mm-hmm. And- yeah, yeah, and at the same time, I feel very protected. I I really, I love this Flintstone because we talked about this uh, when we were mapping out and figuring out the different minerals and stones that go to each time of year and stuff like that and the different zodiac hex signs. And it was so funny because I was kept working with this Flintstone and I kept working with this Flintstone and I was trying, I was talking to my suppliers to get it because, you know, I work with it and I give it to my clients and sell it and whatnot. And we charge it with the energy of Sagittarius. Um, But I thought it was so funny because then it occurred to me, oh my God, it's like the Flintstones. Yeah, it is. (laughs) But it's actually called Flint Space Stone. Mm -hmm. And I, I love this Flintstone so much and... When you wear it, it's so beautiful on you, I have mm. to say. I mean, it's really... And then I thought... And then when I put it on, I said, man, this really resonates. Because sometimes you put, you touch a stone or you wear it, and then it really resonates with you some more than others. And so does the Flintstone. It's really good for my fire. Yeah, definitely. Because I get this image of, like, the Flintstone that's, like, when you when you put them together, then they spark. So it sparks a fire, and of course, you know, Sagittarius is a fire sign. But, um, you know, there's a lot of information about Flintstone on my site, Alexander. But it's, I know that it's really good in helping people to, to really activate excitement and optimism and to quickly accomplish uh, their tasks and 
to increase performance. I can say yes, this is true because even though I didn't know any of these things that you were just saying, is mm -hmm. I experienced that as being true. Mm -hmm. Like when I wear that stone, like I said, I feel like totally fired up. I feel like I can move mountains. Mm -hmm. Nice. So I guess, you know, going on with that, um, by the way, you guys who are listening, our podcast, Ageless, every single episode we've done is not scripted. Um, it's completely uh, just natural and the conversation, how it's going. So um, we don't really know where it's going to go, but the energy that you need to hear is coming through us. So, um, anyhow, what I feel is coming through now is, what do you mean by fired up? I don't know, because I first have to say what coming through for me is, I can't believe another week has passed. It feels to me like I was just sitting there and doing a podcast because, you know, even though we have been AWOL for such a long time, we do strive to do it once a week. And so here I am. And I guess this goes with answering the question, like, um, I'm fired up. It's kind of, to me, like I said, it feels like I can move mountains in no time. And so I do have a feeling as if, like, time does not exist. It's, should I say it, when you're really enthusiastic about something, if you're really into something, you totally forget about time. And so, and that's what I mean with when I say like, I'm fired up, like I get um, to really be passionate. I can explore that. And yeah, I only can say it again. I'm really 100% into something. Mm -hmm. And so then focused. time, yes, focused, like totally focused. Oh, but like, as a byproduct. Yes, mm -hmm. as a byproduct. Mm -hmm. of that energy mm -hmm. do you think people can get fired up about kind of mundane things like the news i wouldn't call that fired up okay mm, uh, not in the sense that i mean it like they may get triggered and okay. then they That's may different. they may talk themselves into a frenzy that's totally not what I'm talking about or what I'm experiencing with this because mm, I like that word frenzy. Yeah, that's like like uh, that energy of fired up, you know, that's not not frenetic. Like if we stay with the word like the frenzy, I think it comes from that. Mm -hmm. Mm, because I am myself, even though, you know, there's all this fire going on. I myself am very calm. So, and this is why I can stay focused and why I can do so many things. Now, if I am... Um, mm, nice, like a focused fire, yes, not a raging fire. Exactly. That's what I just wanted to say. Because mm -hmm. if I now uh, get myself really passionate about some agenda or something you know then this is more like a, a raging wildfire rather than a laser you know I, I i would say like what i'm trying to describe is like a laser beam that's like a nice image for sagittarius like the archer 
Hmm. You know, like the the bow and the arrow. Hmm. Because there are different interpretations of the energy of Sagittarius. Some of it is the archer, but some of it also is like the bow. Oh. You know, Mm -hmm. and the rainbow. Oh, that makes sense. That's wonderful. Which is like light, which is the manifestation of fire, like as it's, you know, moving on. Yes, yes, like like in a higher manifestation. Like light. Yes, yes, yes. And actually, I talk Mm -hmm. about this in my. online astrology class actually and i'm and i've i've included the classes in the zodiac hack membership so if you're a member mm-hmm. you you can you learn about all the sagittarius and all the 12 signs and everything including but to me it sounds like what you're talking about is this energy of passion yes mm-hmm. very much like and there is like wild passion that's um like not going anywhere, passion that's like all over the place, a passion, ha, mm. I think this is how it is, a passion that burns, you know? Like a burning passion. Like a burning passion, and that's really not what I'm talking about. So mine's, I think the image with the laser beam is really hitting it because if you think of a laser beam, you probably think of that blue light, which is really cold. Blue is the color of Sagittarius. No way. Hey, guys, I promise you, I have no idea about that. This is so intense. Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. So, but that was my image. Mm -hmm. And also, like, uh, if you look at a flame, you know that the hottest part of the flame is where the flame is blue. Yeah, that's true. That's really cool. Yes. It's blue. The mm. hottest part of the flame is blue. Well, I looked up frenzy, and it and it says it's this uncontrollable. Uh, where was it? It um, a state or a period of uncontrolled excitement or wild behavior. Yes, that makes sense with exactly what you're saying. Mm. Yeah, I think so because. And like I said, this is not what I'm experiencing with the Flintstone at all, because I could probably rather say, I mean, I have not proven that because I am not this kind of person. I mean, (laughs) everybody who knows me knows that I am on any given day, you know, rather cool. Like I am, I am uh, the epitome of a cool person, (laughs) if you... Mm -hmm if you want to go that far um and so i hardly ever get like over excited about things and stuff like that but i would think mm-hmm. that the flintstone helps you to channel like the energy of this frenetic excitement into some laser beam where you really can do something with it wow that's really cool so it's kind of like Ah, then doing something with the excitement because you need excitement to do things. Yes. But you can also be overexcited about the wrong things. Yes. And this is really interesting because one of the ways that the the ego controls us is particularly with the yang energy um, is through excitement. Mm. And then on the yin side, it's through depression. Oh, that's interesting. I didn't know so that. So it makes sense then yang is is active. It's doing things. It's the the, the positive charge of an ion mm. or a light bulb. And then the negative or the yang 
not negative as in bad, obviously, but negative like as in the the negative side of the battery or the charge, mm-hmm. and that goes through depression. But with the yang side, you need the energy of excitement to get things done, which is what yang is doing. Mm-hmm. It's, it's getting things done, and you have to be excited about it. Yeah, I totally agree. But then you uh, mentioned before that teaching, you said like overexcitement. Yeah. Like the ego rules with overexcitement. Yes. And that's exactly true because this is then like um, fire that just burns like a straw fire, we call it. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's just like overexcitement. There's like, wow, wow, and this and oh, and mm-hmm. that. And, uh, mm-hmm. But it's really, it's not warming. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't give warmth because it burns out too fast. Right. That's what overexcitement is. So it doesn't get things done. It doesn't even get things started. So even even about like complaining and stuff. Like I think complaining is like an overexcitement or like uh, being in a frenzy. This is like an overexcitement energy. I think this is very interesting because I mean, I've never thought about that. But yes, there are like these two ways how you just explained like the yang form of it and the Mm -hmm. yin form of it because I would say yes a complainer who is then like acting out Mm -hmm. not really doing something about the um, issue as such because if you know I like solving a problem I'm not complaining Mm -hmm. okay I'm excited about starting like you said it doing something exactly but just like the frenzy part you know when people get like really agitated and they can like throw their fist on the table and they you know (laughs) whatever people do when they get really into it that would be the yang form but then i think that the yin form of complaining then would be like the debbie downer (laughs) so i find this very interesting yes like with um like the over excitement the fiery part or then you know like the no excitement at all like suppressing it like a damp damp fire totally 100% smoldering and I know that just, you know, for myself and um, other men, like, we get really excited about things. But this is uh, also can be like the ego, mm-hmm. like getting really excited about things and uh, maybe like too enthusiastic or too angry or too like, you know, just too mm-hmm. much excitement. Then, you know, it's also ego. It's not mm-hmm. like it's. You don't even want to call it excitement. It's like, I think it's more like this frenzy yeah. word or even just kind of like, I don't even know, but it's like, I'm so excited and, and almost like foolish about yeah. these things. And, and, um, it's really intense mm. because it's, it's not this focused energy, no. but it can be converted. And I think the Flintstone would help with that. Yeah, I would think so too. It, but even just like the awareness so if somebody has a Flintstone or is about to get one and, you know, wants to put the theory to the test, I would really be interested to hear about it. Yeah, absolutely. I would too. If you're like a person who tends to be overexcited. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and make sure you get it from a source that you trust. And if not, I, I have them to sell mm-hmm. as well. So you can just find us somehow on message. Mm-hmm. But it's a really powerful uh, stone. I really like it. Mm -hmm. And it's beautiful. It's very beautiful. It's very beautiful. So, yeah, it's about this 
this energy of excitement that we have to control and then use. Yes. Especially mm-hmm. throughout the month of Sagittarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Cool. Yeah. I don't know why especially in the month, but, you know, I take your word for it. Yeah, because, you know, it's a fire sign. Uh, I wrote about that in my book. Like, mm. there's a, in Zodiac Hacks, there at the beginning of every chapter is or are uh, tips on how to hack the month. So, like, for example, how to hack the month of Sagittarius. And there's all kinds of tips in there. And it's... You know, there's ideas and how to get along better with Sagittarius and also the gifts of Sagittarius as well. And one of them is being like full of adventure or um, authentic Mm. and playful and risk taking. Oh, I see. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that. And excitement for me, as as you have just kind of shared with us is this energy of being uh, passionate Mm -hmm. and you need that excitement to be adventurous yeah definitely you know to to live your life and to be constant which is one of also one of the challenges of Sagittarius so you want to be constant with your excitement yeah yeah and that's why you cannot be overexcited because then you know you burn out quickly or that passion is gone and then hmm, you're left with nothing. You can be burned out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of like you have this firework frenzy thing and then you get burned out. So it's like the mm. complete opposite. Yeah. Like then really you have no focus or anything left but i think the image of a firework that's a pretty good image you know compared again also like with my laser because even though in the the firework it looks very pretty and it's like it's colorful and it's doing all these things it's really it's nothing it's short-lived it's short-lived so this uh i i just really like this concept like how you say like it's different being like really excited like about you know for example the 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 news or the gossip the local gossip mm. of whatever's going on and then versus being passionate about your life so you can't really ever be passionate about others that's right you can only be passionate about your path yes and as that involves others that's different it becomes but, compassion but if you make oh wow mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Because we are we are passionate together. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we're compassionate. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 I know. That mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense, but just to arrive at it in this way is beautiful because um kind of like sometimes like this do-gooding energy like where I'm doing this for others, but really that's like your motivation cannot really be others. No, it's like you said, like I have to be passionate about my own life and then it starts to become contagious. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, then I can, in the best of all worlds, you know, stand next to you and then you become passionate about your life, mm-hmm. not about my life mm-hmm. or about the things that I'm doing, mm-hmm. but about your life and the things that are you doing and 
if these are the same things, you know, then great. Mm -hmm. But if not, then also great. Yeah. Nice. Mm. Beautiful. I love that that definition of compassion. Mm -hmm. To kind of lift everything up together. Mm -hmm. Because... Like if your if your path is if you're passionate about your path, it'll only uplift others. One hundred percent. And if not, you know, then it's uh, easy to become pity. Right. And if you're just kind of like excited and outraged about your path, then like it becomes violent. It becomes. Oh wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm hmm. So how can we know, like, if we're excited about something or if we're, like, really in excitement? <laughs> hmm. I mean, besides being honest and self-reflective and maybe having someone to guide us. Hmm. I think the best way to answer it is... You know, if it stays, if you stay excited without any outside prompting, mm -hmm. if the like the inner flame and not yes. being fueled by by gossip, whatever, fuel, fueling what the fire, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So it, it's it's coming from within. Uh huh. That's true. Yeah, and so thereby you can easily know, you know, where you stand with that. If let's say. You have a weekend and you pretty much stay just by yourself and you are not, um, you know, binging on Netflix or anything, mm -hmm. but you just are with yourself and then uh, feel the feelings that come up. Are you passionate about your life or do you then get easily bored or, you know, are you going down the Debbie down away? You know, it's like then everything too much or not interesting anymore. This is this like codependency energy, though, that that's coming that that I feel is coming up is because it's like if I'm quote unquote passionate or excited about things and then maybe they don't behave the way I want them to, uh -oh. then I give up. <laughs> yeah, like well, why, why uh -huh. many people give up yeah. on things? Mm -hmm. Or get angry. Yeah, like they get angry. The fire to get angry and violent. Yes, you know? yes. This makes a lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, so it's like without that performance reward, mm -hmm. like, how is my business doing? How is my relationship going? How is my job? How are. You know, whatever, whatever is coming across your path, it's beyond the performance. It's beyond the um, expectation. Yeah. Because I think this explains why so many people like they'll start something, and then maybe they'll they'll quit it or they'll change their mind or as soon as they start to get a little bit good, then they give up because. Yeah, or some, uh, you know, SP is coming along and uh, takes them down or whatever, you know, it's like... Oh, right, so, so people, so that you mean like reacting to people who try to take you down? That... Yeah, like a bucket of crabs kind of person. Right, so if, uh -huh. if they're successful in doing that, 
then that means you were putting the passion it was being fueled by something outside of yeah Uh, yeah maybe by looking for praise or you know wanting to be better than so giving up is not an option with true excitement no Mm -hmm. no wow Mm -hmm. you may change uh the modalities of what you're doing you know like uh, adapting to situations because by all means, if you start something yeah, and it obstacles. turns out to be a failure, exactly, then you know you want to change course. Or, like you said, obstacles, yes, of course you do that, but that doesn't mean you lose your passion. Yeah, there's no failure if you're passionate. No. Because then it's just a redirection. Yeah. And some of us are more clear about it than others, and, other, and some people have more resources or less resources or too many resources. Go ahead. Ha! And now I know something too. Ha ha! <laughs> just kidding. But I just realized that, you know, with all the things that you <laughs> were teaching, like this is now um, that energy of like not giving up but making adjustments and course corrections now that's the energy of temperance and that again is sagittarius you know like in cosmic pixels yeah tell me i'm all ears in no the, i in already the tarot. told you no, yeah s- say it again because it's okay. like it's so then i say it again and i say it without that excitement but say like just really uh, precise. Mm-hmm. But you're still excited. I'm very excited. Mm-hmm. I know. I can, I can, I can feel <laughs> you, it. And you can probably also see it in the sparkle in my eyes, you yes. know, which of course you guys cannot see. You just have to take Arik's word for it. So anyhow, um, I heard Arik talk about the obstacles and I heard myself talk about how to then make adjustments without losing the excitement like not using some obstacle or some non-performance as an excuse to give up and this also is a quality of Sagittarius and how I was reminded of that right now is because uh, what I know better than astrology is um, the tarot or like the cosmic pixels, how we call it. And there is an archetype called temperance. And that temperance is like the name says, it tempers you. Like, you know, you have trial and error. You try this and that and the next thing until you have the outcome that you have been pursuing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and this temperance is ruled by Sagittarius. And so trial and error is... Uh, like refinement an attribute of, the path. of an attribute of Sagittarius like where yeah you refine it you have that goal you're passionate and excited about it well this doesn't work so you make a course correction well, this brings up a whole new question okay where is where is passion coming from and where is it taking you oh, well it's coming from that inner fire that you have talked about mm-hmm. you know like it's that impersonal. inner flame it's very impersonal it's a mission yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's where it's coming from and and we all have it we all have it we but all some have of it. us are not aware of it or we're afraid or all of it or we're distracted not, by the excitement yes and i just wanted to say like not that's some of them but most of them because you know, the excitement is extinguishing. No, not extinguishing. That's that's wrong. But 
It's um mm, interesting choice of words. Yeah. It's um like... what's it called like overexposing? Like when a photo is overexposed? Mm. I really don't know. Consuming? Mm. No, it's more like um we in in German we have that expression das Licht unter den Scheffel stellen. You know, like if you have all that fire, but then you hide it away under, is it like you call it a bushel or something? No. It's like oh, yeah, you like hide a, your fire. Yeah, under. I know the expression in English, but I can't think of it right now. Like hiding my mm. my 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 light under a bushel or something. Yeah, something or like or, that. It mm-hmm. is... Um, you know, it is there, but it is like so hidden and the stuff that hides it, mm-hmm. that's like that shell of excitement and overexcitement and all these other attributes that the ego uses to control us. This makes a lot of sense. And so this kind of like this temperance energy, like this trial and error, this refinement it's like this rerouting energy, like on our path. It's like, okay, this didn't work. That's okay. But like, you can try it another way. And, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like, of course we want to reach our destination as fast as possible. There's no doubt about it, but you know, it's also, we're not. Yeah. But know. that's how you reach it. Yeah. Uh, the fastest way. And so going right. back to that, yes, we all have it. And, uh, for most people, yes, they're scared of it or, you know, like the, ego just um, leads them astray from mm. using it or, or but let's say with a good practice and a good guidance um, uh, this is all taken care of then where does it lead us well it leads us to lasting success and happiness that's beautiful and I think it's also like if you feel like some areas of your life are more exciting than others, or if you feel like you've lost the excitement in some area of your life, that could be a time to kind of reevaluate what that's all about. And then also I feel like if you feel like you've lost excitement somewhere at the same time, you could look and see what were you depending on stuff like that. Like, what was coming from the outside, like mm-hmm. not from within and mm-hmm. to kind of maybe then look and see, do I have to abandon that? You know, yeah. we can refer to the episode before that. And, yes. But I think excitement is something that's really powerful and it's totally necessary, especially in a spiritual practice, like to have really excitement about your intentions and your work and your ego and even your darkness so that you see, okay, I have to work on this. So anyhow, this has been Arik. And Aurelia. And you've just listened to an episode of Ageless. Ageless. Please like, subscribe, and share with anyone you think in your reality who you think needs to hear it. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye. Bye.